0: Imagine suddenly, without warning, being forced into quarantine so you don't contaminate your family. Imagine suddenly, without warning, you no longer have access to your normal emotional comforts. Imagine suddenly, without warning, you have to give it to yourself. Imagine suddenly, without warning, you go from invincibility to sheer panic in one week. This is my story on how coronavirus saved my life. How coronavirus saved my life. Episode four, The Childhood. My famous claim to fame when I was born was I was born on the day Elvis died. The legend goes, when I was born, my dad walked in the room and the first words were, Hey, did you know Elvis died? In fact, my dad would tell me all the time every year, The only way I ever remember your birthday is when I see Elvis shit all over the place on his death anniversary. And sometimes, even then, he would forget. My mom also shared a birthday with Elvis. So Elvis, Elvis, Elvis. I have no recollection of my parents being married. They divorced when I was around two years old. My mother was on her second marriage. She had married before and had my brother, my older brother, Danny, He was around six to seven years older than me. When my mother met my father, she told me she wanted to have another baby. And that's why she married him. He did not want to have another baby. He did not even want to have a child. So she tricked him and stopped taking her birth control. My father was a really bad alcoholic. I have no memory of them being married, and for many, many years, I could never understand how they even got together. But as I started doing my ego and shadow work, I started to see their trauma connection. My first childhood memory was me in the backseat of my mom's car. I was around four years old. My mom was driving. My brother Danny was in the passenger seat, and it was at nighttime, and we were driving to somebody's apartments. My mom was yelling at him because he had shot a kid with a BB gun in the front lawn earlier that day for throwing my tricycle around the lawn. He was trying to protect me. Well, they went to go apologize, and nobody answered. We moved after that. My mom was already divorced from my dad and she had already met my stepdad and we moved to another town where we moved to different houses several times. My mother was emotionally abusive, cold, hard, stubborn, Never took any accountability for any of her actions. Rarely apologized. Rarely showed gratitude for people and things. She would slam cabinets. You never knew what was the wrong thing or the right thing to say. As they shifted and changed constantly. She never was like into school and me getting grades and studying. It just sort of seemed to happen that I would get okay grades. And a lot of that is contributed to my stepfather because he was very helpful. My mother raised me. My dad had, I guess, part-time custody. And when he was living in town, I would see him every other weekend. My first memory of my father was being at his house and it was Thanksgiving. My mother had come to pick me up and it was daytime and he refused to answer the door. My mother and my stepdad were knocking on the windows calling my name. Christine, 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 open up, open up. And my dad, only wearing blue jeans and no shirt, looking like a wild animal, told me, if you open that door, I'm going to blow your mother's face off. There was a shotgun and a baseball bat at the front door. I was completely frozen. That is my first memory of my father And my first memory of Thanksgiving. My mother would tell me stories about how she would drop me off. And my father's face was black and blue from being pistol whipped by drug dealers. My father was a horrible alcoholic. On top of that, used every single type of drug. Cocaine. Meth, heroin, crack. He would drink lots and lots of beer earlier on in my childhood when he would take me home in his truck when it was a Sunday and it was time to take me home. The back of his truck cab, the bed, had tons of empty beer cans. He would drink and drive. And throw the can in the back of the bed of the truck. And he would drive around with beer cans. And he thought it was funny. So when I was with my mom. It was unpredictable emotionally. Walking on eggshells. And then with my father. It was unpredictable physically. And my security was unpredictable. He was always wasted. He would say all kinds of inappropriate things. He was racist. He was an asshole. He was angry, always red in the face. Always unhappy. When my mother separated from him, and started dating my stepdad at the time. My dad would terrorize her, show up in the middle of the night drunk while she was asleep. One night, he came in and my stepdad wrestled him. And he ended up leaving. And later that night, took baseball bats and bashed the back of people's when chilled out. He was in jail because he would do stupid shit like be in the drive-thru at Jack in the Box and try to order things that weren't even on the menu and thought it was so funny. He would take me to bars. I have a memory where he took me to a bar. He was definitely drinking and also using some type of drug. I don't know what. But I was so lost and scared. I didn't even know where the bathroom was, so I ended up just peeing my pants. Then I would get home and my mom would be in a bad mood. So there was no rescue either way. Everything was unpredictable. And then when I get back to my mom, there was no comfort, no compassion. She was in her own inner world. I was a quiet child. I was meek, mild, a little mouse didn't want to say the wrong thing. I didn't say much. My mother, as time got on, came on, was always just very focused on my older brother. He was the champion. He was the star. He was the athlete. And I was just the daughter. She always gave the impression that she did not like me, that she was jealous of me, and I could never figure out why. Could never figure out why. She just always seemed to not even, even stand to be in the same room with me. She did not tell me about periods. I had to learn about what a period was from my friend's teenage sister, who told me, "Do you know what a period is? It's when the devil comes every month and makes you bleed." There weren't sex talks. There weren't any kind of talk. Everything was brushed under the rug. Everyone in my family has been married multiple, multiple times. I never really knew what a healthy marriage was. My mom was always so miserable, anxious. She would have frequent panic attacks, especially when there were storms. I felt always alone and on my own. And then when I would go to my dad's, there would be times where he was living with my grandmother and she was just mean. She always seemed to cut me down and say mean things about me to my face. I rarely... I rarely... I felt like anybody was ever proud of me. When I was a preteen, I tried to start doing track and volleyball, and I remember I had my first track meet and my mom didn't even come, so I gave up. I was always spending the night at friends' houses because I wanted to be part of a family and feel part of a family. When my mother had my little brother, things were a little more exciting because I had a little brother and I loved him so much. However, in fourth grade, I just was still so lost. A friend and I, we decided we were going to run away from home in fourth grade. We planned it carefully. We were going to run away in the creek behind my house. The night before, I went to the creek and put pots and pans and cake mix and Playboy magazines, and a checkbook, and some silverware. Didn't even think about bed stuff, and blankets, and pillows. We ran away. We went to school after our parents dropped us off, and then we ran like hell back to my house, the creek behind my house. We hung out there all day long, and then around 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I went back to my around my house to the front and I was going to get some more stuff and then my friend's mom caught me and got me in the car. Basically some kids at school had heard about our plan and told the teacher and my teacher told my mom and my mom was worried to death. Of course I was grounded but then that was really it. I was never really asked why did you run away? What's going on? Why are you so unhappy? It was just you're in trouble. Every single day, my feelings were not validated. My mom lived in a fantasy land of, "This is not true. What you're seeing and feeling and thinking is not true. That's you have such a great life, Christine. Look at this house, look at your jeans, look at your designer clothes. Look at all of these things that you have. And all I saw was shit. I wanted so badly to feel my mother's love. And I really got a glimpse of that. My mother was an emotional vampire. Very surface. Never deep. There was never any talk of... What are your beliefs about life? What's your religion? Do you believe in God? We would go to church... Maybe once a year, whether it was Christmas or Easter, but we would go to a church where it just felt stiff and superficial. It was like walking on eggshells every single day. And then I would go back to my dad's every other weekend. I will say the only thing that was nice about going to my dad's. Is that when he would get drunk and pass out. He would sleep for several hours. And that was a time that I would have peace. And play in my grandmother's backyard. Or play with my grandmother's jewelry. Or play with my grandmother's clothing. My dad at some point decided. He was going to join the army again. He told me later on the reason he joined the army for a second time was to get off heroin and told me god-awful stories about that. My mom would just constantly say the meanest things about my father About what a motherfucker he was and an alcoholic and a drunk and all of these things. Never paying child support. It was always super stressed. And I always felt like it was my fault. There was never anything that she would say nice about him. And vice versa with him. I would get around him and he would say how fat my mother is and what a bitch she is. And how ugly she is and what a pig she is. And then... Again, I would feel like it's my fault. All of those things that my parents would say about one another, I internalized them so deeply to my core that I was programmed to believe those things about myself. That I was a pig, that I was fat, that I was ugly, that I was stupid, that I was a dumb motherfucker. I also, I guess, at some point thought I was an alcoholic, too. I didn't even know what an alcoholic was. <laughs> I just knew that it was scary. My dad would have girlfriends in and out, drug friends. He would take me to drug houses. He would be in a room using drug for hours while I would clean a kitchen because I didn't know what else to do take me to nasty, nasty houses. I smelled a pot for my whole life. My dad was always smoking pot. He would take me to drug deals in the middle of the night. In the middle of a field with a group of people. God only knows who they were and what kind of weapons and how dangerous they were. I don't even know what time it would be. So as I grew older I became more and more angry and more hurt life completely sucked I had very little bond or relationship with my older brother Danny I loved my little brother to death and that was the light of my life that was the one source of happiness When I was around 10 or 11, my mom and stepdad divorced. I didn't really know why, but I felt like it was my fault. Because I heard them arguing one night, and my stepdad calling me a brat and talking so much crap about my brother. The thing that was later found out was that my brother, my older brother, tried to molest my stepsister. She immediately told, and that was the beginning of the end. My brother had attempted to get me to do oral sex on him, and I never told anybody at the time. So when all this went down, I was staying at a friend's house, and my stepsister was on the couch, and my brother began to try to fondle her, and she woke up and immediately went and told her dad. My mother said, oh, your brother would never do that. He was just sleepwalking, which was crazy to me because my mother was also sexually abused herself by her stepbrother and watched for many years her stepbrother molest her younger sister, my aunt. I was so desperate for my mother's love when she picked me up from my friend's house the next morning. She asked me, has Danny Danny ever done anything to you? And I said, of course not, Mom. Because I wanted to be on her side. And then, when I became a teenager, I finally told her. She didn't believe me. And then she systematically went around to family members And told them what a liar I was. When my stepdad and my mom divorced. My mom started being very promiscuous. And there were men in and out of the house. Constantly. Her drinking picked up. She was drinking a lot and going out. And I was frequently home alone. I remember one night there was a really bad hailstorm. And the hell started hitting the glass. The windows of the house breaking the glass. I was so scared and alone. I called my mother. I could tell she was drunk. And she gave two shits about how scared I was. That was one of the moments that I realized. I am alone. Another point, another time was... I was at my dad's house, and he was so drunk, and he scared the holy shit out of me. He was being very aggressive and in my face and just like a wild animal. I called her to tell her how scared I was, and she said, well, it's his weekend. She didn't care. Nobody rescued me. No one saved me. I was constantly in unpredictable moments and situations. So by the time I hit my teenage years, I was angry, ready for a fight, and ready for a fucking rebellion.